Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Today is Monday, June 15th, and guess what? I am on my way up to Petoskey, Michigan, for a vacation for a whole week with my family. Last year we went to Petoskey for like two days. That is amazing. Yes. We went to Petoskey for two days last year, and so we stayed two nights. And on our way back, we're like, why are we driving home? Like, we are just starting to get into it like just starting to kind of leave home behind. And now we're headed back. Like next time we do this, we need to do much more. So this time we're doing, I think we're doing four nights, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then driving back Friday. So I'm going to go and be completely unplugged. I don't even know if I'm going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> I might be. <laughs> but um, anyway, that that's where I am. I hope wherever you are, um, maybe you're at work, maybe you're working from home, Whatever it looks like, I hope today is full of joy, uh, full of God's presence, full of love. I hope you're surrounded by people who love you and who are encouraging to you, who are a blessing to you, and I hope you can be a blessing to others today. If you're new to this podcast, what we do is we take the weekly, uh, the daily scripture reading uh, from the Bible reading plan uh, from victorypoint.org. If you're not familiar with it, go to victorypoint.org, and you'll see the whole list of scriptures every day of the week, Monday through Friday. We have a scripture, and it's going to be either from the Old Testament, uh, Psalms, the New Testament, or from a gospel, and we will digest that together. And uh, and so what what we do in this podcast is we read that scripture, um, and and then we reflect on it together. And um, we are not here to give the one and only interpretation of this passage. We're simply entering in and saying, God, what are you saying to us right now? And um, just know that these these scriptures are fodder for conversation for a whole lifetime. And and it's always going to strike it. Just like every time you step into a river, even if it's the same river, it's always a different river, right? The, The water is always flowing. And so you never step into the same river twice, right? That phrase, mm-hmm. do you know that phrase? Mm-hmm. Never step in the same river twice. So in the same way, these scriptures, you never step into the same scripture twice. It's all, it's flowing, it's living. And so um, whatever we're bringing to the passage is what's sending us right now. But you might be bringing something totally different and I would love to hear about it. So please send me an email and include your voice in the conversation. With that, I'd like to welcome this week's guest, who is Jill Fisher. Good morning. Hello. Good morning, Jill. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. I emailed you uh, last week and said, would you be willing to do it? And you're like, yeah, sounds great. Um, are you, is this something you've been looking forward to or dreading or somewhere in between? I I think it sounds fun. Okay. And because I have a 14-year-old who is truly into everything podcast, uh-huh. I felt like I had to do it. Uh-huh. Okay. And he was so proud of me. Oh, great. <laughs> Well, um, Chris, we are hoping that you're listening to this. And if you are, you're awesome. And thanks for encouraging your mom to do this. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to read uh, today's scripture passage, Genesis 21, verses 8 through 21. 
and then we'll reflect on it. Jill, would you mind reading this for us? Sure. What translation do you have with you? I have NIV. Okay, great. Uh, The Bible reading plan, usually I post the NRSV version. And NIV will be be great. So um, it'll just be a little bit different. I'm going to be reading a different version in, than that, NRSV, okay. and you'll be reading NIV. And that'll be, it's kind of fun to have different translations mm-hmm. at the same time. So maybe you have on the Bible reading plan, like on the website, you see the full text up there. It might be a little different. And that's okay. Um, NIV or NRSV is not the original translation. So anyway, with all that, um, thanks for reading the scripture passage for us. So Genesis 21, 8 through 21. The child grew and was weaned. And on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar, the Egyptian, had borne to Abraham was mocking. And she said to Abraham, get rid of the slave woman and her son. For that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, do not be distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave, into a nation, also because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then set her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba, where the water in the skin was gone. She put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down about a bow shot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. Thank you, Joe. So as as you've read this passage, is there anything that just immediately strikes your attention? There's two specific things. The first one is um, Abraham's faithfulness to God. Yeah, yeah. You know, no matter what, what God says to him, Abraham is always faithful and obedient. Hmm. And um, so the verse number 12, where he um, says, listen to whatever Sarah tells you. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. He does exactly what God tells him to do. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other thing? The other thing um 
which is probably the most important, and especially in this day and time, is that Hagar is in the valley with her son about to die. Mm -hmm. And um, then she sees the well of water. And um, because God opens her eyes. Mm. And so, you know, I think through this, um, we always learn more in our valley experiences than our mountaintops. Yeah. So how, you know, desperately she is in this um, valley sitting under the bush, you know, and she doesn't want to see her son die. Then God opens her eyes. Yeah. It's in the valley where she finds God's provision. Yes. In ways that she would not have otherwise experienced, which is interesting. That's what Abraham and Sarah experience when they're infertile and God comes and says, actually you're going to have a child. They're on the verge of death, you know, and she becomes pregnant. Like it's, if that had, I mean, we talked about last week in the podcast, if that had happened when they were young, no miracle, you know, if she had encountered a well while she didn't need a well, she wouldn't even see the well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was only in the Valley. She was able to open her eyes. God was able to open her eyes and she saw it and she saw that it was from God. You know, is that kind of what you're saying? Yes, that's okay. exactly it, Brendan. Yeah, for me, um, first of all, I think it's pretty cool that they have a feast for when Isaac was weaned. <laughs> do we ever do that anymore? It's such a good point. We should we should reinstall. I mean, they have like you know gender reveals, things like that now, right? Like the big yes. balloons. Like we should have a day when children are weaned that we just have a big feast. Like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> right like wouldn't that be a good thing to celebrate as a as families um we'll look forward to that feast after rachel has yes i know <laughs> so if you are a mother who is uh has either just recently weaned or is looking forward to weaning i think you should plan a weaning Please. feast and just have all your friends over and say this child is no longer as dependent dependent on me anymore i can have some freedom <laughs> that's a good thing um so i think that's kind of cool um, but man, first, I mean, like Abraham is told, just listen to your wife mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, uh, how many of us need to hear that about our spouses? You know, like just listen to your spouse. Um, even though it seems like go against, like there's been things that Rachel and I have disagreed about. And I just feel like if I do what Rachel wants, like I'm going to, I'll be sacrificing everything I stand for, you know, like, even though that's not the truth, but in the moment it feels like that, like I can't, like I can't give in on this. And it feels like me standing up for God is saying no to Rachel and doing my own thing, what I think is right. And so I've got these two ways, either I, I disagree and have this argument with Rachel or I, you know, stay quote unquote faithful to God and do what I, I was going to do anyway, which really my own stubbornness. And I would think that that's how this would story would go. That, I mean, Hagar is saying this, this nasty thing about, I mean, condemning the slave woman and her son to death because of her jealousy. Like what a nasty, nasty that's thing amazing. to say. And yet God says to go along with it. 
Like what? <laughs> it seems like that's not how the story should go. The story should go, go therefore and tell thine wife that she should not say such mean things <laughs> and the <laughs> child will stay in the household, right? Like that would be, seems to be God's grace would be to keep the Abraham showing some leadership yeah. and doing the right thing rather than capitulating, you know, and just being like, oh, I guess I'll just do whatever my wife says. Right? But there's this third way where Abraham does what God asked him to do, which is to listen to your spouse. And then God emerges this third way of provision for like, I will take care of it. Don't think that you're the only one who, with the best interest at heart of the slave woman, like, and her son. I, I have their interests at heart more than you do. And I can take care of them myself. Thank you very much. Yeah. Which is really disconcerting for us. I think our modern sensibilities, right? Like. Absolutely. And so, so there's that side of it. But then also, like you said, oh, and I also want to say, like, this reminds me that it's like, there's always a third way. Like it reminds, actually, I'm thinking about this reminds me of the Israelites escaping from Egypt. Do we fight? We're now backed up against the Red Sea. Do we do we give up or do we fight? Those are the two ways, like give up or fight. Um, and God opens up a third way through the water, right? Like cool. there's always a third way, always deliverance. Jesus on the cross, do I get down or, or do I just die? Well, there's a third way, resurrection, you know, like trust in God. And uh, so it's not always one plus one. You know, one plus one equals two. Our logical math, like mm-hmm. you go, well, if I do this, then that'll happen, and then that'll happen, and then that'll happen, and I can't let that happen, so I won't do mm-hmm. that. You know, like it's it can it confounds our logic that God would have a you know a multiplicational approach to things mm-hmm. to go. It's not just one plus one. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's there's something multiplicational about God's economy that when we resist giving into either ditch of like our own logical thinking a or b he provides option z you know Mm. so um that's something that i was seeing in this passage that i really love but but then also to get on the side of um to get on the side of hagar just go wow she just got scorned by her family she just got left in the dust like you said she just got totally abandoned and um, look what God does. Look where God's attention now shifts. It does the spotlight shifts from the the family of the promise, you know, Abraham and Sarah, and um, and their quote unquote perfect family or whatever. And it shifts to Hagar, the outcast one, mm-hmm. and that's where God's heart goes. Even though it's not the child of the promise, even though mm-hmm. she's a slave, you know, of this family, um, God is with her in her own unique way. That's where the spotlight is. And I, I go, man, that's where our heart should be too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we should mm-hmm. turn our attention to is the people who are oppressed, people who have been outcast, the people who have been left alone, people who are not been listened to, people, people been left for dead, mm-hmm. um, people who are destined to destruction. Like how do we as a church come alongside those people mm-hmm. and turn our attention to those people and minister the presence of God in that place? And what a great verse for our times today. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to that, Jill? No. Okay, sweet. Well, everybody, thank you for listening today. Uh, tomorrow is the 16th, and we'll be reading Psalm 86, um, at least portions of it. So um, 
Press play tomorrow and we'll be in your earbuds and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.